Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the All Things MSP podcast. This is Eric Anthony, your co-host, making sure that any MSPs in the audience know that if you want to be on the show, please join us by filling out the Google form in the description of this podcast or in the link or in the comments or in the YouTube video description, wherever it is, fill it out and come on the show for a little bit of MSP therapy. And now for episode 10 of the All Things MSP podcast. Let's do this thing. There's this uh, show called Game Changer. It's basically like the old college humor team, I think. And um, they're always playing a, a game show. And one of the contestants was asked to sell a keyboard that's just the letter P, right? Like all the keys are the letter P's. And he's like, he goes to the host. He's like, can I do what's the perfect letter? It's clearly the P. And they were like, well, why is P the perfect letter? And he's like, because it's perfect. And they were like, oh. and he's like, what's a B but an upside down P? What's a D but a backwards upside down P? And they were like freaking out. And so they were like, oh, yes, questions. Uh, so-and-so, Rava, what's your question? And she's like, you know, I love the keyboard. Um, if I were to write an email that would say like, you know, dear Eric, hi, how are you? I'm well. Uh, just wanted to check in. Thanks, Rava. What would that look like? And the guy goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, was really, like I do no justice to this joke, but it's a really funny clip if you can find GameChanger.tv. Oh, well, I guess I should start this show then, right? Maybe a good idea. Let's start the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the All Things MSP podcast. I'm your host, Justin Eskar, with OG host Eric Anthony, and we are here today talking about All Things MSP. It's an ironic name, isn't it? Uh, we're just chit-chatting today. No guests today, but stick around because there's going to be some really great information at the end of the show. You'll have to wait till the end to figure out what that is. So, Eric, man, what's going on? How are you? Doing great. Um, it's been a good week. Uh, got everybody out of my house. We're leading into a three-day weekend. I mean, what else could I want? Now see, I don't know why. My son has a five-day weekend. He's off today, and he's off on Tuesday because they have to use emergency snow days within the calendar. So he's on a five-day weekend. I'm on a three-day weekend. And you never want your kids to have a longer weekend than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a recipe for uh, at least interruptions. At least interruptions. Yeah, um, yeah. I actually thought that today... Um, we talk about at least two things. Uh, I, you know, one thing you just wrapped up aces 2023. So I want to know how that went because obviously it's during the day I didn't get to attend all the sessions. Um, so I'm, you know, interested to hear how that went and then, um, kind of picking from some Reddit stuff that's been going on and just a topic that I know a lot of people, uh, have some opinions about. And that is when you're taking over from an MSP who was less than nice. I'll put it that way. Okay. Sure. So let's cover ACES real quick. So for those who don't know by now, I do on a conference called the ACES Conference. It's all about the business side of IT consulting. Now I gear the marketing towards Apple consultants, but the topics at hand are very agnostic. Um, so a PC MSB could totally work. This year was great. It was another, unfortunately, it was another year we did a virtual. Um, the way we do our virtual shows is a little different, where we do three hours every week 
for the month of May. And what's nice about that is that unless people like implement things right away, so we were just talking about our, our good friend Mark Copeman, who now works at Wingman, was doing live website reviews. And one of the participants within five hours had already updated their website based on what Mark said, right? Um, so it's a, it's a little bit of a different feel. I am happy to announce that next year, ACES Conference 2024 will be in person. We're going to be, it's it's our 10th year next year, which I think is absolutely Well, you queued that up, you silly goose. Um, we're calling it ACES X as a play on Mac, Mac OS X, because it's not X, it's Mac OS 10, but, you know, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, so next year will be in person. We don't know where yet, working out those those details. But yeah, another successful year, uh, amazing speakers, amazing content. And I mean, part of it is me, you know, being a little egotistical. I love when people afterwards are like, great show. You did such a great job. Thanks so much. Blah, blah, those things. Like, I love that. Um, but at the end of the day, the reason I do ACEs is the same reason why I'm, I'm hosting this show with you, which is I honestly get the most joy out of my life helping other companies grow. I love being a business coach, consultant, whatever you want to call it, and pushing people forward. And that's why when you had asked me to come host this show, I was like, absolutely, right? Because that's what this is. That's what ACEs is, like all those things. So so another great year. I'm really excited. Thank you for asking. Um, and if anybody wants to find out more, acesconf.com. Obviously, the 2023 website is still up because we're recording this a day after I finished it. Um, but we're going to be, like I said, in person next year. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, for Reddit, you know, it's funny that th this is a, a topic because we're offboarding somebody right now to go to another MSP. I mean, you know, it was personality differences. And again, it's okay, right? Not every client is a perfect fit for our culture. The problem that is, it's been a long offboarding because it wasn't like they were like, we're getting rid of you, hand over your stuff. This is like, we're getting rid of you over the course of weeks. And the new MSP is asking us for things that they should be able to handle on their own. So like we invited them into a system and they can't get into that system. And they're like, well, we can't get into the system. And we're like, that's a you problem, not an us problem. But I know if I say that, we look bad, right? And everyone always goes, oh, don't piss off the client. They might not like their the new MSP and they might come back. I've never had a client who's left us come back. I don't think anyone ever really does. Like, because if they're leaving you, there's a reason, right? And there's that's going to be the same reason why they're not coming back, <laughs> to be honest, right? So to play like realist here. So, you know, you want to be nice because you want to get paid for that offboarding. But there's plenty of times where part of me is just like, I don't care that you can't figure this out, new guy. That's a you problem. And it it's not the, to be honest, and I'm, I'm telling you this now, it's not the right attitude to have. No, but it's, it's not necessarily it unfair either. Right. Right. I mean, you were handling the systems, you had the documentation, you handed everything over. If you're handing everything over and everything's properly documented, they should be able to go from there. Like that's, it's not your fault if they don't know how to use XYZ technology. Right? I have a great one. I have a great one. We had a client who did leave us quickly 
the owner got into a little bit of an argument with me. Didn't particularly like my stance on something. So they switched it off. Cool. No problem. We removed them from our DNS filtering materials or our DNS filtering tools. And the new IT company emailed me and said, hey, these computers are not getting online. Do you have any idea why? To which my res first response should have been like, that's not my problem. It's your problem. But I was like, most likely it's DNS filtering. Um, you have to remove the application. And they were like, well, how do you remove the application? And I'm like, again, this is supposed to be something you guys should know. Just put the application in the trash, restart the computer, should be fine. We did that and it's not working. At this point, you're asking me for support. <laughs> right, right. Right? And I was like, figure it out. Here's a command. Don't email me again. Like, I don't have a rapport with, with you people who took over. I don't want to. And, and I don't know. I'm not sure if my attitude towards it is the right. I'm, keep in mind, I'm from New York. So, like, I'm very cut and dry with it. That's why I thought you would be a perfect person. <laughs> Quite yeah, honestly. Like, some of my friends from California, and they'd be a much different story, I think. Yeah, I mean, I come on. I knew exactly going into this where you would stand. And that's fine. <laughs> Because I knew that it would be the unpopular opinion, right? right. Um, but there are pieces of that, though, that you're not wrong on. like, and, and things that I think that are fair for you to be compensated for as the outgoing MSP, yeah. right? If you've provided everything and with a basic IT knowledge like DNS... They should be able to figure it out. Yeah. That it's not on you because it's not like you're not being helpful, right? You've provided everything in terms of tools that they need. If they don't know how to use the tools, I think you're right. That's on them. Yeah. I will say like, as it, if, if, if the roles were reversed and I, they have been, there's been plenty of times where I've taken over from another company. Once in a while, I'll say, hey, reach out. And I'll never reach out to the other company directly. I always tell the client, reach out to the client, to your old MSP, and ask them for X, Y, Z. But nine times out of 10, the client will go, well, what do you need from the old MSP? And my answer has always been, nothing. I'll figure it out. Right? Because I'm good enough at that to, like, break through things. Macs are pretty easy to break and pretty easy to break into if you're there. Right? Like if I'm physically in front of a computer and I don't know any of the passwords, I can get into it. I don't need the passwords. And so like, whilst there might be a domino effect for doing that, like I'm breaking a keychain which breaks a login and I lose some other password, but I can figure all that stuff out. Like, I don't think I've ever been with, like, I think the, the worst thing I've ever asked a client to go all ask their old MSP for was like, can you hand over your office licenses? You know what I mean? Like something so that I can't do because it's tied to their tenancy or whatever right. it is. But like anything that involves a computer, like if you guys can't figure out that there was some sort of DNS thing on there, and I'm sure they, they might be listening. If you guys can't figure that out, that's not really on me. <laughs> now I feel bad. Now I'm thinking about it like, oh my God, what if they are a listener? Uh, you know what? If you guys are listening and you are the and you know who I'm talking about, leave a one-star review and I'll take it on the chin. <laughs> But you guys didn't know how to delete a DNS filtering tool. That's on you. Yeah. Well, and I think there is probably a, a difference talking about uh, Mac versus Windows yeah, uh, when we're talking sure. about some of this stuff, right? Uh, because the Windows 
just by nature can be more complex with, you know, Active Directory and, and all of those fun things that that come with it. But, and, and what I'm not hearing you say, by the way, is you're not going to hold things hostage. Like, oh yeah, you're, you're going to hand over Microsoft 365 tenants. You're going to hand over, you know, admin passwords to whatever, you know, that's, that's where a lot of these messages like on Reddit go, right? You know, the old MSP is, is holding this stuff hostage until they get paid or whatever. Right that's you know and and there's there's case law where msps have lost this in court yeah yeah, yeah. um and, well, so that that begs a question right is the data about the client does that data belong to the msp or to the client right i always make sure that the client has admin access to whatever tools we're setting up for them now, there are tools that we set up that they don't have admin access to only because they're part of our full package that will be removed entirely. So for example, right, we use Adagy as our MZM service, okay? I will not hand off a client's Adagy instance because I can't. It's part right. of the multi-tenancy, it's how it works, yep. Yep. right? But I use uh, Jamf in some instances or simple MZM I will add the client as an admin, and if we get off, if we're, if we're being uh, removed from it, the client has the administrative access, and like they may say, hey, add the new MSP, we'll go ahead and do that, but that's the rest of it's on them. Once they, we say remove us, go ahead and do it. Like, I, I, I'm also a big believer that the, the client should have administrative access to wherever and whatever data that they have. The caveat one is probably in the worst case, and this is actually happening with a client of ours now, is the Office 365 licenses because of the way, like, what is it, NCE, you have to buy it for a year, or whatever it is. Yep. So like, I have a current client who has licenses from Microsoft Office purchased from GoDaddy, Microsoft Directly, their old MSP, and us. Because that's a, that's a Microsoft problem. <laughs> yeah. But like, there's nothing we can do about it. We have to wait for the first three to terminate before we can carry them all over, make it a nice little bundle, and then and then say to the client, here, you have them all finally, right? But in most cases, and so the ones that where people are holding stuff hostage, that's just bad business practice because whilst, yes, the cl a client might be leaving you or letting you go as a, as a vendor, the last thing you want to do is have that client when they leave you leave you a crappy review online yeah or perpetually talk about you poorly to everyone they come in contact with right like the client that's leaving us right to go to another msp i guarantee you that when we're done with them we'll be out of sight out of mind they're not going to go off and start like writing crap or talking badly about us but if i were to say to them no 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 we're not letting go until you pay your final bill. And until then, we're going to keep billing you like some people I know have. That's, you're asking for trouble. So there's like a level of sensibility within that, you know, anger that you're being let go. 
Well, and I realize level of maturity, but I don't think I've reached it. <laughs> well, and I realize this this is kind of a segue or you know something different than what we're really talking about, but it does bring up the point because this is a great time when offboarding happens to evaluate: Are you billing in advance or are you billing in arrears? Yeah, because that makes a big difference when you offboard. And you should have in your contract what it's like to be offboarded. Yes. Like you should have in your contract an offboard. Like we, a lot of people charge for onboarding fees. There should be offboarding fees and it should be a 30 day notice from the client. We, they tell you 30 days in advance and you say, fine, we're going to enact the offboarding rule as par, you know, as pursuant to paragraph two, page six, whatever. And in there explains exactly what you're going to do. I'm going to give the client, not the new MSP, a run book, a password list, a this, a that, or whatever, in exchange for X amount of money, one month, two months, whatever it is. And that's where the that's where you're done. Yep. Anything above and beyond that, you're not contractually obligated to. But if you don't have it in your contract, that's when people start trying to play God and hold things hostage. And that's where trouble starts. Yeah, it's all about setting expectations, right? And right. and by the way, I am a f fervent believer of both onboarding fees and offboarding fees. Because if you're pricing your managed services correctly, it should be for the optimal operation of that network. And until you get a new client onboarded to the point where that network is running the way it's supposed to, you deserve extra money because you're having to put extra work into it. Right. That's why I've always believed in, in the onboarding fees. And then offboarding is the same way. There's extra work that needs to be done. Now you're no longer managing it because the new MSP supposedly is managing at that point. But it needs to be spelled out. This is what I'm going to do. And this is what it costs you. So there's no surprises. And really, you would. it's hard to believe, but... There are so many arguments that are avoided, so many lawsuits that are avoided just by setting expectations properly at the onset. So I don't do the onboarding fee thing uh, because I, I don't know, maybe because I feel like onboarding is so easy. <laughs> but well, for Max, it also, is. Perhaps it is. But then I've also noticed, you know, we make mistakes in onboarding when we're onboarding a client and that's process, not, not necessary fees. But you know, you're right. You should be setting expectations. You should have your guidelines. I know now we're going back to something we've talked about in a previous episode where like things like this should be in your contract. You should you should lay out those expectations. Uh, a lot, I'm sure a lot of people who are listening know Bradley Gross, right? He uh, was a speaker at ACES. Uh, he does law for MSPs. He speaks at a lot of other the a lot of the other conferences. I, I think I met him at an ASCII conference. When you do work with him and he gives you uh, a, a new contract, he lays out a service guide. That service guide explains exactly what services you're going to be providing. You're setting the expectations well in advance to be able to do that stuff. So this way you don't get in trouble. Look, at the end of the day, whether you have a new, con it's in contract, don't hold a data, don't hold a client's data hostage because then you're the bad guy. Never be the bad guy. If you want to grow your business, never be the bad guy. I, 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 I take this line from Gary Vaynerchuk which is like anything that goes wrong in my business is my fault. 
always be the recipient of the bad, never be the person to push out the bad. Don't be the bad guy. Yep. Um, or you can be like you can be like Wreck It Ralph. Uh, I'm or no Zangief in that scene. He's like, uh, be bad guy, but don't be bad guy. Like you can be that. Well, and sometimes that means being willing to walk away, right? Yeah. And and I know from my personal experience when I was just starting out, it's very hard to walk away from a paying client. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know what? If you focus on the marketing stuff that we've talked about on previous episodes and a sales funnel to make sure that you have new opportunities with new clients consistently coming in, guess what? You can afford to walk away from some clients. That's why you make sure that you have a consistent sales funnel because not every client is going to be a match. And sometimes you don't find out until after they're already a client. Sometimes you don't find out for years after a client. After a client. Well, remember, because things change. Things have changed, right? Like we've had clients that are gone on 10 years. Their business is so different than when it was when we first started, you know, and the expectations set in that contract 10 years ago are very different than what the expectations are of today. So yeah, that, that would be my whole take on it. I don't know. Don't, again, don't, don't, don't be, don't, don't be a bad guy. Be good guys. Yeah. We're supposed to be the good guys. Be a good guy. Drinks. That's true. There you are with your drinks again. I know. Like I'm, I'm drinking water out of a, out of a comp Tia, you know, water bottle, and it's because I don't have virtual branded water bottles yet. I do have a virtual hat. I have virtual pillows. I have virtual sweatshirts. I do not have a virtual water bottle. I know. I know. The so for I, those of you listening to the podcast and can't see me, he's holding up a he's holding up a, a an, an all things MSP uh, water bottle. My thing with my thing with the branded water bottles is nobody's looks good in my opinion because they're right. all right because it's like don't get me wrong I, I love the AT MSP logo but it looks like tape on a water bottle. Right. Well, because honestly, in the case of this one, that's exactly what it is. It well, is most of them are because I made this on my cricket. <laughs> There's I've seen a couple of guns, but for the company we bought gravity, they have theirs like laser etched into like a big red one. But like, I don't know, unless we're going to go off the, the bad bag. I think talk about branding for a second. Um, I I'm a I'm a huge branding whore. Right. I want everything. I mean, I want to, I want a private jet with the virtual logo on the bottom. Of it, right. Um, I have a, we have two versions of our logo. We have our regular logo and we have what we call like our, our vintage feel, which is on a couple of our sweatshirts. And I have a pillow over there and stuff like that. Um, and I think our hats look really awesome, but like all of the standard swag that you get at places, water bottles, backpacks, squishy balls. Like, I don't want it on that. Like I want, I want my stuff on, on cool stuff. Here's as far as I want to go. Um, and I looked into this and it's apparently impossible. And if you do know the answer to this, please reach out to me on LinkedIn and tell me. I want custom, because I like, I call it virtual blue. I'm, it's, it's some PMS color. I want custom virtual blue ethernet cables. Because it's not, it's, my virtual blue is not dark blue. It's not light blue. Those are the two blues in the Ethernet cable world, right? Dark right. blue, light blue. It's not those. I want virtual blue Ethernet cables with like the virtual logo printed on them. Why? 
no idea. Like, it's not like useful, right? And it's not like a cat six cables, a cat six cables, a cat six cable for the most part, for the most part, right? I, I don't need the I don't need the networking people coming at me. Um, but like, I think it'd be really awesome if I set up a patch panel and it's just like a string of virtual blue, you know, things and like it, it's those things, right? Um, so yeah, if you have ideas for me for branding and where I could just stick the virtual logo. And don't say don't don't say what I'm thinking. <laughs> don't now that I said that part out loud. I know people are going to tell me where I can. There are going to be plenty of people who respond to that one in the comments. They're going to tell me and where to stick the virtual. I'm like, so you started out with airplane, jet. Yeah, jet. My and jet. then you go, but my ultimate is an Ethernet cable. Yeah, I'm like, because here's why. I, mean, I know it sounds ridiculous, but like, granted, I can't afford the jet. But like, if I could afford the jet. I can get the logo on the bottom of it. Apparently, to get Ethernet cables custom colored, I asked like 45 different companies on Alibaba. Impossible. Um, yeah. I do, you know what? You know what's really cool? I do this. I don't have one here to show, but we did, and I think this is a really good idea for a lot of people. We did a virtual computers branded USB C dock. It was a 15 in one dock. It had a couple of USB-A ports. It had uh, uh, HDMI, power, uh, SD, like a micro SD, SD card. Um, oddly enough, it had a VGA port on it um, and Ethernet. And the coolest part, though, and this is why we picked this particular one, is it had a, a wireless QI charger on the top. And we put the virtual logo right above it. And the reason we went with that is because you won't put the dock in your desk if there's a phone charger in it. Right. I have a I have a CalDigit dock. It's hidden in my desk. Everything's connected. Everything's in my desk. I don't see it. But with this, because there's a phone charger on it and you would put your phone on it, you'll see it all the time. And my logo is right there. I should have put my phone number under it. But like that kind of stuff, I think, is amazing. Right. And it's not it's not expensive to do this. Anyone can go to Alibaba. Talk to a couple of vendors. Show them what you want to do. And then they'll just make it for you. I think I bought like, I don't know, like a hundred of them for 500 bucks. And, and they sent me, uh, you, cause I, I had a problem with the fact that the, uh, the new colored IMAX, the USB ports are in the back. So the cable and the cable that comes out of the device is really, really short. And they were like, oh, we'll just throw in some USB extension cables for you. And they branded the USB extension cables on both sides. <clears throat> so like, that and I gave them away. I sold them. I, you know, we, we, that is something that we as companies can do that's different. Cause like everybody does squish balls, everybody does water bottles, everybody does mugs. Um, yeah. And for the know. most part, they get thrown out. Except for my extensus mug. So I apologize for the, the audio noise you can hear, but I have to show this because I, my microphone sits on my extensus mug. Extensus was a sponsor of Aces. They're a font company. This is my mug. I don't know. If, I can't tell if I'm in camera frame or not because I'm not looking at my own. Yeah. And so on here, though, is a bunch of fonts in their actual font itself in all these colors. And, a and I sent one to my rep over at Extensus because they did a sponsorship for Aces. So we gave it to the Aces people. And apparently everyone at Extensus asked my rep, where'd you get that mug and how do I get one? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, if you can brand something well, yeah. Uh, you can do it. My, and that goes as far as 
your, your logo all the way to your personal brand, right? Look at Paul Green, our good friend Paul Green. I always joke around about this, but have you ever seen Paul Green not in a light blue button-down shirt? Yeah. It's his brand, right? Yep. Um, so put your brand on things that matter uh, or just ask Eric to cut out stuff on his cricket and he'll send you a couple vinyl yeah, exactly. sheets in a water bottle. You know, maybe I'll I'll turn that into a separate side business or something. I don't know. We should do an episode on side hustles. We could. If you want to hear an episode on side hustles, let us know in the comments. Yeah, um, and because... actually, so that brings up something that I wanted to talk about. Okay. Really quick, just to mention it so that people understand. Um, most of the time, Justin and I don't like doing these just by ourselves. I mean, there are times we get to ranch and that's Thanks, fun. Buddy. Well, no, I mean, you and I are fun. We like, yeah. you know, the banter, uh, but we're trying to make these beneficial for everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. And and one of the things that we've always wanted to do, and, and we do from time to time, we've had several MSPs on the show. Um, some we've recorded and haven't released yet, you know, coming soon. Um, but we really do want MSPs who are willing to come on the show and ask questions so that we can help them answer those questions and, you know, grow their business. It's why all things MSP exists. You heard Justin talk about it earlier in the show. You know, our passions are helping you grow. So give us that opportunity, reach out to us, comment wherever you're watching this or listening to it, and, and we'll reach out. Uh, we, you know, we have a Calendly link that we can send you so that you can choose uh, the day and time and, you know, we'll, we'll get it done. You know, this we're it's therapy for your MSP. I mean, come on. And it's free. It's free. Well, right. until you were free. I was going to say, if you're willing and listening to the show and if you're willing to build us the all things MSP website, so that way people can access our calendar earlier, easier, Eric will send you a free all things MSP, uh, water mug, and I'll send you a virtual computers, uh, 12 in one doc. <laughs> I like putting I like putting you on the spot, dude, because like this is now this is it's on the internet, and if it's on the internet, it must be true, said Abraham Lincoln. Um by the way, I have that as a t-shirt. Uh it's going back to side hustles. But yeah, I mean that's that's the whole point, right? The 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 thing about the podcast, why we're doing this, is exactly what Eric said. So if you're listening in your car, remember this or pull over. If you're listening at home, head over to facebook.com slash groups slash all things MSP and say, hey, how do I get on the podcast? And if you tag Eric or tag me, we'll give you the link. We'll get you on the show. And we want to help you grow. Look, we know there's we know that there's thousands of you out there. And it's okay. I'm gonna get a little touchy feel here. It's okay if you don't know everything. I don't, I don't, I'll admit that I don't know anything. I pretend like I do, but I don't. But the only way that you can get better as a company and you can grow as a person and you can make your MSP the best it can be is to bounce ideas and ask questions. Yeah. I mean, and like you said, we may not have, and we definitely don't have all the answers, but we have, we have the answers to a good portion of them because you know, we've been doing this for a long time. 
me a little bit longer than you, but you know, <laughs> strictly yeah, due to age. Thirty years experience. You're thirty years, and I haven't done this at all. Is that what? Yeah, you're it, yeah. yeah. That is not the case. It it's it okay. has been. By the way, it has been thirty years for me. Actually, a little bit more, but you know, only because I'm older than you. We have both. We've already established in our origin stories episode that we both started doing this kind of stuff in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I remember going around my town, I printed out, I found some like graphic online of some person like with their eyes bugging out and their hair being pulled out. And I was just like, need help with your computer? Call Justin from down the street. Like, yeah, been around. I've been around the block a little bit with this. Look, everybody needs help with marketing. Everybody needs help with finance. Everybody needs help with selling. Everybody needs help with leads. Everybody needs help with security and compliance and figuring out the right tools. Hell, if you're coming, if you want to come on and you want to talk about the best file sharing tools, we'll grill you on the right questions to get you to that right tool. The answer is ignite the, if you need help, like figuring out like what you should do for security and compliance, like come on the show. We'll talk about what your needs are. Do you need to be HIPAA? Do you need to be ISO 2700? Do you need to be PII? We'll grill it, figure it out, and figure out the right tools. The answer is ignite. So whatever you need to do. <laughs> hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored yet. So, uh, but no, not in all fairness, not always, you know, we'll figure out the right tool for you. But like, that's what this is about. I love hearing myself talk. That's fine. But like, I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you, the listener. This is why we say, hey, we saw a couple positive reviews in the in the podcast, uh, on the Apple podcast one. That's awesome. I love that. Thank you for whoever left you those. But like, come come be on the show. That's what we're here for. We want to help. We want to be, we want to help you be all things for your MSP. Oh, uh, see what I did there. Wow. Nicely done. Nicely done. I don't think I can done. beat that. I'm done. I'm, I'm exhausted. <laughs> well, that's okay. Because I, I think this episode is probably run about its course. It's actually probably a little bit longer than some others. So yes, we should probably mm, cut that right there. All right. I'll finish this off here then. Uh, I was going to say, what's up, everybody? <laughs> That's it for us here at All Things MSP. Follow us, facebook.com slash group slash all things MSP, youtube.com slash all things, or sorry, at all things MSP. Uh, the new All Things MSP website is coming soon. I promise we'll do better next time. That's it for us. Bye. What did I do last night for dinner? I did something like sense of burns. Oh, I did. I did a Spanish pork tenderloin over a, um, what did I call it? Hold on. I have a picture of it. I said this to my LA ACN group. Um, is this last night? Okay. It was a, I did a Spanish style pork tenderloin with patatas bravas, a garlic aioli, and a Catlantean portobello mushroom. And they were like, that looks great. And I was like, and to ruin it, I'm going to drink a high noon. <laughs>